Good Sunday morning. It's Sunday, June the 5th, 2022, and you're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Here's your Sunday sermon in in a nutshell. Thanks for being with me. It's another beautiful day in the Ottawa area. The sun is shining. It's not too hot. It's the perfect temperature. Uh, It's a perfect day to get out and be in nature. My little business, Healing Minis Retreat into Nature. We were very happy and blessed to have two families visit us yesterday. One in the morning and one in the afternoon um, with with children, brought their children. It was such a great experience. The horses are so amazing. It's such a wonderful time when you can spend it with animals and nature. And that's exactly what I'm trying to do is just bring this opportunity for you to connect with nature, God, you know, whatever you call it, creator. I like creator, um, but some people, God, Jesus, Muhammad, Buddha, Hare Krishna, it doesn't really matter. It's more about getting in touch with your connection to nature, with animals and birds and feeling the warmth of the sun on your face and listening to the wind. So one of the exercises I often have people do is stand in a circle with their shoulders touching and then turn around and take a couple steps and then close their eyes and I just have them stand there for a couple minutes and ask them to try to identify all the sounds they hear in nature. And it's really amazing because we don't usually take the time to be quiet and to connect. So I encourage you to do that this week. Today would be a perfect day before the rain starts coming in. Um, I think over the next couple of days we're, we're calling for rain up here. But So this was a big, a big week. I'm sorry again, I have to talk about the Johnny Depp, Amber Heard. Um, I don't even know what to call it. I guess it was a trial. It was a trial. Um, along with everybody else in the world, I was so nervous because, you know, there was a lot of talk about maybe neither one of them are going to win. And if that would be the case, that would seem like such a waste of all that time and trouble. But as we all know, um, although Amber did get, you know, she got something, uh, Johnny Depp obviously won and it was so great (laughs) because it was one of these moments in uh in time in history when pretty much the whole world celebrated with him there isn't a lot of people and if there is they're not really coming forward too much except for her own lawyer who went and did a few interviews and now has stopped i think she was told to stop by the judge Mm -hmm. but uh, for me it's just it makes me happy because when I was a counselor, um, you know, I know that men get hit. I know that there are nasty women out there with really bad tempers that throw things and call names. And there's, unfortunately, there's a lot of narcissistic people, whether they're male or female, there's great women out there. There really is. But there's some pretty scary ones too, and I've met them. And the, the best thing to do when you meet a narcissist is to run away, is to get as far away from them as you can because there's no helping them. Um, and sometimes they're hard to, you know, pinpoint. 
because they come on as so nice at the beginning. They're very complimentary and just love you. And, you know, I had this girl, you know, tell me that she couldn't not love me and, you know, just overly kind and generous. And then, and then it turns and then you're crazy and you're, you know, you're the bad guy. It's, it's very toxic. So I understand how he got pulled into it because he is obviously an empath based on all the different testimony. I mean, there's so much testimony and yes, he did have more money than her. Um, but I'm pretty sure this isn't something he really wanted to do. I'm sure he would have preferred to not have had his life and some of the nasty things he said and wrote about her. I'm sure he didn't want that brought out into the light, but as he said, he felt like he had no choice and he did this for his children and for the people that have supported him. So, dep, 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 Johnny, dep, dep, dep. I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see him um, playing with Jeff back and, and doing music because that's what he loves. But it brings us into this whole topic of violence and it's a downer of a topic, I know, but I, I just want to speak on it for a second because... We are a really violent race, and, and it doesn't seem to be getting better. And I just do not, for the life of me, understand why we're so violent. Our movies are violent. Our, our you know, music, some of the music is violent. Um, so many thousands of people are murdered every year from violence. It's just, it's really overwhelming. And I was just thinking about it. I was in, uh, I was having my little meditation this morning and I was in my garden and I was just meditating on, you know, what I was going to talk about this morning. And I knew, of course, Johnny Depp, because that's such a big thing in the news. But, you know, when I started thinking about all the violence, you know, the horrible war in Ukraine and and there's billions of people on this planet, billions, that don't have electricity, that don't have clean water, that don't have access to the things that we have in North America, like healthcare. Um, you know, there's still billions of people that are living in poverty and there's, you know, there's somebody dies every day, more than one person, children of starvation on this planet. So it's like, it seems so... You know, we see, for example, the Kardashians, we see their homes because, you know, they put it on TV and we see the lavish lifestyle they live because everybody's buying their, you know, for Kim, it's her skims or, you know, her perfume or now she's got a skincare out there um, or her sister and all her stuff or makeup or, you know, they just good for them. Um, they're great business women, but you look at how much they have and then you realize that it's such an unfair world when there's children that go to sleep starving every night and die from starvation. So I was contemplating about, you know, what, what is it that, you know, we can do as individuals? And the only thing I can come up with is love. Honestly, love yourself first. And I'm really starting to get this finally in my later years of life. I'm 58. I'll be 59 in October. 
I've been learning this probably since I turned 50 or shortly thereafter anyway. I have always given and given and given and given and been there for everybody else and helped and you know I would bend over backwards for anybody and it's often been to my own detriment that I've been kind-hearted open to people you know brought them into my home only to be like you know asking them to leave and then they won't leave and it's like it's not great when you bring somebody into your sanctuary which is my home and my property and then they refuse to leave and then you're kind of stuck and even if you try to get help like as in the police the police just say well you invited them here so you know um same with with my home my property as many many of you know I'm separated from my husband I bought this house and I met him six months later when I moved here from Windsor um, in 2005 and we got married in 2008 and it didn't ever occur to me to get a prenup because of course I was in love with them and you know this is gonna be my last marriage I'd already been married you know in Windsor and this this was it I wasn't gonna go through a divorce again well I was wrong <laughs> and uh, now I live in the trailer in a trailer a lovely trailer um, in the backyard and he lives in the house because he wouldn't leave he he's refused to leave and we fought over the house for two years in court and anyways we finally came to an agreement where I can you know neither one of us wants to leave I did leave for 10 months I went to Windsor helped out with my grandkids um, but I can't afford a farm right now with the way that the prices are right so I came home last summer the horses came home um, also, Mark had a family member that was homeless and quite ill, so uh, that person ended up living in the house with him, and she died in the house, actually. So when she died and passed away, I basically brought the horses home and came home, and it's been okay. I redid a bedroom in the basement, um, but I try not to think too far into the future because, you know, it can't, it's not fun living with your ex-spouse, right? So... Um, I'm going to be selling my trailer and, and building a mini home. Hopefully I can do that by the fall. We'll see. It has to do with finances and stuff like that. But one of the things that I really wanted to kind of just put out there is this whole idea of loving yourself. And at first I thought that would mean, you know, spending 200 bucks a month and going to a spa. And although that's lovely, it truly is. I don't have 200 bucks a month. I wish I did and I would go to a spa. And I love going to spas because that's where you really relax. I don't know if anybody out there has ever been to the Nordique Spa in Chelsea, Quebec. If you haven't, and you're you have a you know you're in a couple, you have a spouse or a boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever. It's a perfect place to go on a date. It really is. It's beautiful. You have to be quiet. It's forced relaxation. Um, learning to be quiet is probably one of the most important things you can learn in life. If you can't be alone and you can't be quiet, there's something wrong. And that's how we get in touch with our own self and our own passions. Like, for example, for me, you know, instead of getting hung up over, you know, working, doing respite work, focus on what I really want to do, which is, you know, being doing the music journalism and, and writing and um, you know, working on my script and pitching my script and those types of things, as well as 
you know, finding employment or, or work or contract work that is, you know, that pays well and, and is, makes me happy, you know, like I don't think at this stage in life I could go and work in a miserable job. Um, because I, I've most of every job I've had has been a good job. Uh, one that I really, really enjoyed. Right. Um, so now it's just going to train, change a little bit. I've applied to the school boards and I'm looking for something, you know, maybe I'll do some supply teaching. Um, but other ways to, uh, you know, basically love yourself. So for me, I'm alone a lot and you know, when I moved out here to North Augusta, I was in my forties and I had just graduated with my master of social work and I didn't know a single soul and I still don't know too many people. Everybody that has lived around me has moved and I really don't know my neighbors at all. Um, I'm just not connected here really. I, I never really have been. I know some people, but I, nobody that, you know, there's nobody in my life that calls me up and says, Hey, how's it going? You want to go out and have some lunch or you want to go to a concert or, you know, that was my husband basically. So the last year I started going to concerts by myself. And a couple years ago, I started going out to eat on Sunday by myself. And now it's not, it's nothing now for me to go anywhere by myself. But when I first started, it was so uncomfortable. I felt so insecure and like people were looking at me and you know what? People aren't looking at me. Nobody really cares, but these are the things that we have in our head, right? It's our thoughts that we really have to conquer. So I just want to encourage you this week, especially to think about ways that you can do things that bring happiness to you. I know you have kids, you might have a spouse, you might have parents, uh, brothers, sisters, friends. Put them all on the shelf and think about what is the one thing I want to do? I have a hundred bucks. Instead of giving it to my grandkids or giving it to a kid or giving it to a friend or going out to eat or whatever, what can you do with that hundred bucks? that you would love. Have you always wanted to go kayaking? Well, there's lots of places where you can go rent a kayak and go kayaking. Have you ever always wanted to go to the art gallery, and buy something in the gift shop? Well then, then now's the time to do it. So it doesn't always obviously have to do with money or having money to treat yourself, but loving yourself is things like putting good food into your body and not eating all the chips or all the chocolates or you know when you're sad going out and buying ice cream and eating a whole pint these are ideas that a lot of us girls got growing up and they're hard to shake when you're older you know when you're upset instead of working out your emotions your sadness your frustration your anger we tend to stuff it down with food, whether and usually sugary food, right? Sometimes people are into the more salty stuff like chips and stuff, but um, it's just the whole idea of um, it's like a self-sabotage. It's it's like self-harming yourself when you use food. So because people use drugs, alcohol, sex, shopping, food too. Food, that's my problem, um, especially when it comes to cakes and sugar and all that stuff. I think that 
piece of cake can can solve everything, you know? Because in a way it does, because the sugar does make you feel better, but it's it's short term and it doesn't last. So some things, you know, I, my grandkids will often, you know, ask me if I can buy them something and I hardly ever say no. Even if I can't afford it, I'll figure out a way so that they can get everything they want. But what that does is makes them think that they can get everything they want easily just by asking for it. And I'm not really teaching them that all of us have to work for what we get. We, you know, that's the way, unfortunately, the way the world is set up that, you know, you have to get a job or you have to have some kind of something you're going to sell or some kind of service that you're going to offer that people are going to pay for because we need money. We need money to pay for food and, and gas and housing. And this brings up my next little topic about housing and how uh, we really, ha- well, we already are in a crisis, but it's just going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. We're bringing in more and more people from Ukraine, which is wonderful, but we already don't have enough housing and we need housing. And I'm hoping to have a couple mini homes and a couple yurts here on my property so that I can have a little community of like-minded people and I think that's the way of the future for people to buy a few acres and put mini homes on them and and invite your family and friends to live with you and that's the way it's supposed to be I honestly believe that like in Africa and in Jamaica when I traveled there I was so um I don't know what the word is. I thought it was so good that the families all lived on the same piece of land. They all had different houses, but they lived on the same couple acres. And, you know, that's my dream. That really is my dream to have my daughters and my grandkids, you know, living next door to me and also my foster daughters from Africa. That's hard to get them into this country. That's for sure. That's another whole different topic. Immigration is not easy either you come in as a refugee or you come in you you have to have money to come into Canada and a lot of it so the people that are coming in unless they're coming under refugee status are usually wealthy people people that have a way or means to support themselves so it's it's always really good to give to others obviously starting with your family and being present for your kids and your parents and your spouse and your pets but I want you to take a minute and think about what can you do this week that's just for you if you can get away for a couple hours and go for a walk in the woods and bring your favorite coffee and your favorite music if that's something that will crank you up then do it make the time to do it if you want to well I'm going to go to the Brigadoon right after this the Brigadoon as a lot of you would know that follow me is a wonderful little restaurant in Oxford Mills which is about five minutes outside of Kempville and every Sunday they have a Sunday special that includes the dessert and I've been going for probably about three years now I don't go every single Sunday but I pretty much go every Sunday Um, and it's my gift to myself it's my Uh, I get, you know, this one beautiful meal a week that I didn't have to make. 
Chef Mark made it and he does a wonderful job. And also it's the atmosphere and the staff and the people that, you know, we've become friends because I've been coming there for so long. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. They also have an amazing tea there where you get the little sandwiches and the sweets and the tea. It's really, it's really cool. Anyways, I'm up. That's 20 minutes. I don't like to stay past that. That's what the preachers do. They keep about 20 minutes. I just want to encourage you this week to do something for you. Self-love. Because when we love ourselves, then that love is going to go out to others. But when we do it the other way, we give love out to others, it depletes us. And then we get sick. And then we get tired of people. And we don't want to be around people. And it's it's just not nice. So... Love yourself, people. Have a good week. See you here next Sunday. Take care. Be safe. Until next time. Bye.